What is our church, All Saints, when all the ornaments that decorate it are stripped away? Tonight we gather as if we are the victims of a robbery. A thief has stolen our building, our organ, our incense, our choir, the grandeur of our liturgies, the intimacy of the Eucharist, our ability to gather with one another physically. It's all gone. What we have left this year is a Holy Week that would look a lot more familiar to the disciples than our usual services. Rather than having our feet washed in the transept on Maundy Thursday, we did it at the dining room table. Instead of venerating the cross on Good Friday, as if we, unlike most of the disciples, would have been there when they crucified our Lord, we stayed away. And tonight, instead of gathering in a darkened church whose gloom is pierced only by lilies that we can smell but not yet see, we, like the disciples, are at home. The pandemic raging outside gives renewed potency to scripture. The relief of the Israelites reaching the other side of the Red Sea and the terror of the Egyptians as the waves crash down on their heads. Jesus' warning that one will be taken and one will be left is all the more dire when we worry that we will be taken or someone we love. Isaiah's ecstatic vision of buying wine and milk is a striking counterpoint to today's fraught visits to the grocery store. Baruch exhorts us to find wisdom, strength, and understanding that we may discern where there is length of days and life, where there is light for the eyes and peace. How we long for that. Our symbols have gained power too. This service starts in the dark, partly to evoke the silent darkness of the tomb, the stillness before that mysterious spark that caused life to course anew through the lifeless body of Jesus. And our candles represent the pillar of fire and smoke that led Israel to their redemption as Christ leads us to ours. While I sincerely hope we don't have to make this a tradition, I have you all out there in Zoom land on gallery view, and it is beautiful. I recommend you switch to it for a minute. I see a grid of darkened rooms, dimly lit faces and flickering candles. I see us all gathered yet apart because of the thing we know to be true that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not overcome it. When all else is taken from us, this is the truth our stripped down church proclaims. What we celebrate tonight is not a denial of death's reality, but the risen Christ's obliteration of its power. In the year 400 or thereabouts, St. John Chrysostom preached an Easter sermon whose power is undiminished by the centuries. Let no one fear death, for the death of our Savior has set us free. 
He has destroyed it by enduring it. He destroyed hell when he descended into it. He put it into an uproar even as it tasted of his flesh. Hell took a body and discovered God. It took earth and encountered heaven. It took what it saw and was overcome by what it did not see. O oh, death, where is there thy sting? O oh, hell, where is thy victory? Christ is risen and you, O oh, death, are annihilated. Christ is risen and the evil ones are cast down. Christ is risen and the angels rejoice. Christ is risen and life, life is liberated. Christ is risen and the tomb is emptied of its dead for Christ having risen from the dead is become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. To him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen.